Welcome to the Rolling Wall Podcast. It's a startup amateur podcast focusing on rugby union on the mid north coast of New South Wales. The podcast aims to promote and generate conversation around all levels of rugby union on the mid north coast of New South Wales. In Rolling Mall news headlines, first grade results see wins to Hastings, Port, Kempsey and Willamba. A Sevens tournament reborn, the mid north coast's youngest axemen, Thunder Elevens, have successful state championships on the Central Coast and a dream shoot shield debut for the man they call Sticks, Chris Watkins. That's all from the Rolling Mall news headlines. Results from round 12 across the zone, starting with the under-14s. The SAU Marlins defeated the Port Pirates 31-10. The Cos Harbour Snappers Black Team defeated the Hastings Valley Vikings 55-7. And the Kempsey Cannonballs defeated the combined BDC Barracudas slash Dorigo Rangers 41-7. In a match played on Tuesday the 12th of July, Cos Harbour Snappers Red defeated Cos Harbour Snappers Black 45-17. And in a round 11 catch-up match, the SCU Marlins defeated Cos Harbour Snappers Black 85 to five. In the under 16s, the SCU Marlins defeated the Port Pirates 15 to 12, and the Cos Harbour Snappers defeated the Hastings Valley Vikings 19 to 17, with the Kempsey Cannonballs having the bye. In the under 18s, the Port Pirates defeated the SCU Marlins 38 to 15, the Hastings Valley Vikings defeated the Cos Harbour Snappers. 57 to 12 and the Kempsey Cannonballs defeated the Grafton Redmen 34 to nil. In the women's tens, the Kempsey Cannonballs defeated the Grafton Redmen 54 nil. The Port Pirates defeated the SCU Marlins 38 to 5 and the Cos Harbour Snappers defeated Warhope Thunder 44 to 7. In reserve grade, the Port Pirates defeated SAU Marlins 17-0 and the Hastings Valley Vikings defeated Cos Harbour Snappers 34-13 with Kempsey Cannonballs having the bye. In first grade, the Hastings Valley Vikings defeated the Cos Harbour Snappers 54-32. The Snappers landed some heavy shots at the table leaders including scoring five tries against the Vikings usually rock solid defence. But the Hastings class and composure shone through in the second half that recorded the 8-try to 5 victory. The 4-try bonus point for the Snappers could be gold as they battled it out to secure a home semi-final. The Kempsey Cannonballs defeated the Grafton Redmen 38-22. Kempsey kept their season alive with a bonus point victory here. The Redmen took the fight to them scoring 4 tries and made the Cannonballs work all the way to the final whistle. The 5 competition points that the Cannonballs pick up Keep them within six points of fourth spot with a game in hand, chasing that fourth and final final spot. Whilst the Redmen's continuous improvement will keep their opposition honest in their remaining games. Port Macquarie Pirates defeated the SCU Marlins 33-14. The Pirates' season continues to go from strength to strength and in front of a vocal crowd they recorded an impressive and important bonus point win over the Marlins. In what was a crucial game for the latter, the Pirate win 
opens the door for them to finish second. They are six competition points behind second with two games in hand. The Pirates took the points on offer, including nine from three penalty goals and executed under pressure in a fulfilling encounter. The Marlins will be left ruining mistakes and not capitalising on moments of dominance and will be looking to bounce back quickly. In the CEX group, Lower Mid North Coast, round 10 has been completed. The Willamba Bulls have defeated the Manning River Rats 27-3. The Bulls have got their revenge over the Rats after a last start loss, picking up an important win that cements them at top of the table. In the women's match, the Manning River Rats have defeated the Willamba Bulls 70-0. The Foster Kantari Dolphins and the Gloucester Cockies had the bye this round. After a 20-year hiatus, Saltel Rugby Sevens is returning to be hosted October long weekend at Bay Range Rugby Park. It will see elite and country divisions for both men's and women's with over $40,000 in prize money. The winners of the elite men and women's divisions will both take home $10,000. You can follow the Saltel Rugby Sevens at their website sawtell7s.com.au or on their Facebook, Sawtell Rugby 7s. The Rolling Moor will keep up to date with the Sawtell 7s and any future news will feature in upcoming podcast episodes. The Mid-North Coast Tiniest Axemen, the mighty under-11 boys, competed in the Positive Rugby Foundation State Title Gala Weekend at Tugra last weekend. In an impressive showing, they took the fight up to some of the big Sydney clubs and come away with victories. These include 30-10 over 7 districts, 20-10 over Ringa, and 33-19 over West Harbour. The skills, knowledge and love of rugby these boys bring back will lift them and their teammates at their home clubs. Congratulations to all players involved. A great achievement. Shoot Shield debuts don't come much better than the one they call Sticks. Chris Watkins had last weekend. An epic try on his starting debut for the Hunter Wildflyers sealed a huge victory over leader ladders Manly Marlins at their home ground Manly Oval where they have previously been undefeated this year. This crucial win really puts the Wildflyers in the hunt for a top 8 final spot. It's a real inspiration to see Mid-North Coast products follow the pathways to higher representative football and there'll be many youngsters out there across the coast dreaming they can follow in his footsteps. Following on from last week, we'd like to continue congratulating Mid-North Coast juniors who have made New South Wales country sides. In the under-16s boys, congratulations to Liam Daveman, Lucas Clifford, Mike Vandoras, Riley Evans, Will Rossibun and Tom O'Connor. In the under-16s girls, congratulations to Tess McWilliams and Brianna Atlin. And in the under-18s boys, congratulations to Caden Briscoe. And in the under-18s girls, congratulations to Tia Elford, Maggie McConaughey, Emily Schiefer, Lucy Green and Kiania Peony. This is a massive achievement for all selected. Enjoy the moment and good luck on the rugby field. In the CEX group, up in Mid-North Coast, it's round 13 this weekend. 
The Coss Harbour Snappers are hosting the Port Macquarie Pirates at Bay Range Group Rugby Park. Last time these two met, it was the Pirates running out victors 54-24 at Port Macquarie. The Snappers, after scoring five tries against Hastings, will come in with some confidence and will be hoping that their attack will be able to unlock the Pirates. They'll be looking to keep the game on their own terms, with an up-tempo, open-field play more suited to their chances of beating the Pirates. Whilst the Pirates will come in with a spring in their step after an impressive victory over the Marlins, they'll be looking to use their set piece, their disciplined shape and formation to assert pressure on the Snappers' defence and will be looking to take points at every opportunity. The key for the Snappers will be to limit opportunity for easy points for the Pirates, keep the rugby running and then convert the limited opportunities that the Pirates present. For the Pirates, their path to success is their strong set pace, keeping the discipline and converting pressure into points. This will strangle the Snappers out of the game. This game could be a real arm wrestle. The real question for me is, the Pirates' impressive form of late, 4 out of 5 wins, only one game has been away from home. Will they find their sea legs and travel well? Or can the Snappers start strong and dent the Pirates' confidence? Kickoff in first grade is at 3.15pm. In the second game, it's the Grath and Redmond hosting the SCU Marlins at Hay Street Rugby Fields. Last time these two met, it was the Marlins who ran out victorious, 43-15 at Leisure Park, Coss Harbour. It sponsors an old boys day, and after four tries against Kempsey last week, could it be their motivation that sees the Redmen claim their first victory of the season? The Marlins will be looking to get back on track after a tough defeat at Port. A win, but probably a bonus point win, will keep the teams chasing their second spot at bay. The keys for the Redmen will be to hold tough in defence, keep the score low on the first half, and they continue to finish the second half strong as they have done throughout the season. The key for the Marlins will be to convert their chances, move the Redmen around the park and to keep the tempo up across the game. I can see the Redmen putting in a spirited performance but the class and speed of the Marlins will be too much for them. In the final Upper Mid North Coast game, the Hastings Valley Vikings are hosting the Kempsey Cannonballs at Oxley Oval, Port Macquarie. Last time these two teams met, it was Hastings running out winners 61-5 at Crescent Head. This is a game the undefeated Vikings will be expected to win. The coaching staff will have them raring to go to quash any hint of complacency. Kempsey, who are in 5th place, know the only way up is wins. His eyes up footy and the unexpected kick when they should run, run when they should kick. Their best chance to knock off the all-conquering Vikings. The key for Hastings will be keep taking it one week at a time, discipline in shape, and building depth and options for their finals by rotating their squad. The keys for Kempsey will be to play unpredictable, limit their mistakes, and can control the tempo to take Hastings' biggest weapon away. In previous years, Kempsey's style of football has troubled Hastings, but this year, Hastings has seen to step up another gear, and continuation of the dominant wins appears to be in the cards here. Warhope Thunder's women's 10 side host the Kenzie Cannonballs at Oxy Oval at 12.55. Last time these two met, it was Kempsey winning 64-5. The Thunder have returning players, but it'd be a tough task 
to beat the ladder-leading Cannonballs. The under-14 side of the combined BDC Barracudas and Dorigo Rangers travelled to Grafton. Last time these two met, it was Grafton running out 31-12 to 12 victors. Kickoff in this match is at 12pm. In the CEX lower mid-north coast, unfortunately the round 11 fixture between the Manning River Rats and Foster Tuncurry Dolphins has been postponed to the wet weather. Also postponed is the women's 10 fixture between Gloucester and the Manning River Rats. The Willamba Bulls have the bye in round 11. Thank you for listening to the Rolling Moor podcast. And as always, if you have any tips, information or stories that should be shared with the rugby public in the mid-north coast, please get in touch with us at the Facebook page, The Rolling Wall Podcast. Stay true, enjoy the rugby, and go the Wallabies.